Hello everybody and welcome to Paranormal Tales. Today's episode is all about my top five most evil serial killers. In this short introduction we will learn a little bit about each of these monsters. If you enjoy the video please hit that like button and consider subscribing. If you want me to do more in-depth videos on any of the disgusting murderers in this video today, please put it in the comments below. Video just for you. Sit back, relax, because it's time to jump in to the macabre world of the top five most evil serial killers. Let's jump in. Belle Guinness, also known as Lady Bluebeard, was a Norwegian immigrant that settled in Chicago in 1881. After marrying a fellow Norwegian immigrant, Belle had four children, but then her story took a very dark path, with two of her children dying under suspicious circumstances. Next to face her wrath was her first husband, who died in a fire at the sweet shop that the pair owned and ran. Belle made a great deal of money from the deaths of her husband and children after cashing in life insurance policies she had taken out on their lives. Belle used the life insurance to pay out and buy a farm in La Porta, Indiana. Within a short time, she had married her second husband, whom was dead within eight months of their marriage. Shortly after husband number two dying, Belle had placed an ad in a local paper looking for a new husband. No one knows for sure how many people were killed by Belle Guinness, but over a dozen bodies were found on her farm after her arrest. Jeffrey Dahmer was a serial killer and cannibal who started his murderous spree in 1978 at only 18 years of age. The monster would carry on this killing spree until his eventual arrest in 1991. It was only when one of his victims managed to escape and hail police officers down. He then led them back to the apartment and what they discovered was something they couldn't have imagined in their darkest nightmare. The apartment was full of severed heads, dismembered bodies, genitals and a tub full of acid that Dharma had used to dispose of 17 victims. Shockingly, three years before his 1991 arrest, he had been convicted of dragging a boy away drugging him, sexually assaulting him, but then was released only after serving one year in prison. Once on the outside, his killing spree continued. Dharma targeted young, non-white males, often drugging them and drilling into their skulls in an effort to create a type of zombie that would never ever leave him. He took it one stop further though, by cooking and consuming the body parts of his victims. In 1992, Dharma was sentenced to 957 years in jail. Once in jail, Dharma was attacked and killed 
by another inmate. Edward Theodore Gein didn't have the best start to life. His father being a raging alcoholic and his mother obsessively domineering taught him that women were evil and were to be feared. She also taught her son, who was very young and impressionable, that sex was something he should fear and steer clear of at all costs. After Gein's brother died, he found himself alone on the family farm with no one but his mother for company, ultimately forming a very strong and unhealthy attachment to her. Once his mother died, he truly was alone in the world and set about closing off areas of the farm and creating shrines to his deceased mother. Gein's true depravity wouldn't be discovered until 13 years later. When police officers attending the farm, looking for missing Bernice Warden, entered a barn and found a headless Bernice Warden hanging upside down from the beams. After conducting a complete and thorough investigation and search of the property, police found a hall of horror, including a collection of human skulls, a suit, furniture and clothing made up from human body parts and skin. Upon questioning, Gein admitted to attending the local graveyard to dig up recently buried women that reminded him of his mother. Surprisingly, Gein was only linked to two murders, but went on to inspire such films as Psycho, The Texas Chainsaw Massacre and The Silence of the Lambs. Edward Theodore Gein didn't have the best start to life. His father, being a raging alcoholic, and his mother, obsessively domineering, taught him that women were evil and were to be feared. She also taught her son, who was very young and impressionable, that sex was something he should fear and steer clear of at all costs. After Gein's brother died, he found himself alone on the family farm with no one but his mother for company ultimately forming a very strong and unhealthy attachment to her. Once his mother died, he truly was alone in the world and set about closing off areas of the farm and creating shrines to his deceased mother. Gein's true depravity wouldn't be discovered until 13 years later. When police officers attending the farm, looking for missing Bernice Warden, entered a barn and found a headless Bernice Warden hanging upside down from the beams. After conducting a complete and thorough investigation and search of the property, police found a hall of horror, including a collection of human skulls, a suit, furniture and clothing made up from human body parts and skin. Upon questioning, Gein admitted to attending the local graveyard to dig up recently buried women that reminded him of his mother. Surprisingly, Gein was only linked to two murders, but went on to inspire such films as Psycho, The Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and The Silence of the Lambs. Harold Dr. Death Shipman To the outside world, a married family man who also worked as a British physician. But the reality was that he was on a murderous spree and it is thought that he may have killed as many as 250 of his patients. 
His killing spree is thought to have begun in 1972, whilst working at his first practice. He took 71 lives of his own patients. Then he moved on to his second practice, and his body count is thought to have doubled. It was only once a local undertaker and a doctor noted that he had signed off on an abnormally high number of crematories. He had signed off an abnormally high number of cremation certificates. At the same time, they saw many similarities in the patients that had recently been deceased. Most of his victims being elderly women who were found sitting up and fully clothed, not in a bed like gravely ill people usually would be. Although there were many clues, the investigation into Shipman was very badly handled, allowing Shipman to kill three more times before his eventual arrest. Even after Kathleen Grundy claimed that he had killed her mother, he still went on. But, luckily, Grundy had not been cremated, and as a result, her body exhumed an autopsy took place. The results of the autopsy found an unlethally high level of diamorphine in her system. As a result, Shipman was formally charged with 15 murders, convicted and sentenced to life without parole in 2000. Although the coward eventually took his own life. That concludes today's video. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, please consider hitting that like button. And if you could subscribe, that really would be great as it helps the channel no end. Also, hit that bell icon and that way you won't miss out on any content coming your way very soon. Thanks for listening. Cheers for now, guys.